Hello, and welcome to Anxiety and How People Live With It. I am your host, Jordan Kwasnicka, podcasting from Plymouth, Minnesota. In this podcast, we will be talking about anxiety, from how it feels to who it impacts. Just a warning before we start, this episode will discuss thoughts of suicide and self-harm. If that makes you in any way uncomfortable, I suggest that you do not listen to this episode, or come back at a time when you are mentally able to listen to someone talking about that topic. Thank you for listening, and please take care of yourself. My family and I moved around a lot when I was younger. I lived in four four different houses and four cities by the age of 11. Now, I have a little brother who is currently in seventh grade and has always been the popular kid. He's talented at sports, is naturally good at most subjects, has that cool aura that some kids just have for some reason, and has lots of friends. I, on the other hand, was, and probably still am, the nerdy girl who had three close friends and was a teacher's pet. I was never popular, and though I was friendly, I didn't have everyone lining up to be my friend. I was always an introvert, and this stands to this day. Being an introvert, moving around a lot, was never something I enjoyed. I had a difficult time putting myself out there enough to make friends. In fifth grade, when I had moved to Barrington, Illinois, I struggled a lot with the social life that came with getting older in school. I think, at least, this is when my major anxiety started. Though me and my horrible memory may be incorrect. (laughs) The first time I really noticed my anxiety was when I had to be the so-called leader of a group in class and had to explain what we were all supposed to be doing in the group. I could feel myself getting nervous when there were the eyes of peers I barely knew focusing solely on me. That was a difficult time, but even worse than that was when COVID-19 started to break out. I was so anxious because of a multitude of reasons, obviously, but I think the main thing was the change. I have never been good at dealing with change which is perhaps why moving was so hard for me. The largest change that came from having COVID-19 happen has been school. When we had the lockdown last year, I was at the end of eighth grade, and when school stopped being in person, my anxiety went through the roof. My grades dropped, and I just couldn't focus. It stayed the same in the beginning of freshman year, this year. I just couldn't handle the difference from my old normal, and I fell behind once more, which wasn't the greatest start to my high school career. The lack of work lowered my grades, and soon I was failing my classes. It caused a very stressful loop of being very anxious, not turning in work, my grades dropping, becoming even more anxious, and doing less work. It all piled up so much that I inevitably had a breakdown. My breakdown was very 
anticlimactic, but it is the worst that I've ever felt in my life. Essentially, I was at my dad's house because it was his weekend to hang out with my brother and I. My seven-year-old cousin, Ainsley, had decided to sleep over with me because she was bored of her mom and dad, as she said. Her and I were sleeping in my room. Ainsley was sleeping while I was reading. I had closed my book, about to go to bed, when I had just felt a rush of emotion and anxiousness. For those of you listening who have never experienced a panic attack during a major breakdown, the best way that I can describe my panic attacks is being at the bottom of the ocean and running out of air. I felt like in that moment, I couldn't breathe, all of the noises were muffled around me, and I felt as though I was going to die. I was hyperventilating. My only thoughts were panicked and about how to shove this feeling down and get over it, or about how I should never have been allowed to get to high school. In an effort to not wake Ainsley up, I rushed into the bathroom and locked the door behind me. I sat in the tub and closed the shower curtains in an effect to minimize the noise. Sitting in a ball on the bottom of the tub, I just let myself sob and hyperventilate for a bit. After a time, I had the ability to breathe more easily and just cried a bit more. Then I noticed the razor on the shower ledge. In my anxiety-addled brain, filled with stressed-out thoughts of the failures of my present and the possible failures of my future, I thought back to all of the times that I had heard people cutting themselves with razors in an attempt to kill themselves, or even just as an escape. I had the overwhelming impulse to just grab the razor and drag it roughly across my skin. It was an awful thought, and I was against it so much the minute I thought it. But my anxiety was so overwhelming that I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was so close to grabbing that razor when I heard Ainsley shift in the next room. I thought about how I couldn't let a seven-year-old go looking for her older cousin in the morning to find her dead body in the bathtub. I just wouldn't inflict that on her. And so I put the thoughts out of my head. The next day, I went back to my mom's and I told her, through much difficulty, about my thoughts the night before. She got me in contact with my doctor, who prescribed me anxiety medication, and the school put me in contact with a therapist. I was helped through this time tremendously by my mom, and I will never be able to express how much I love her. Looking back on that experience now, I'm almost glad it happened because it gave me the help I needed to adjust to the change that was and still is occurring in my life. It allowed me to grow and realize that sometimes change can be beneficial, even if it still scares me. I know that I will always be anxious about change and unfamiliar territory, but now I have tools and support to lean on while I adjust.
Thank you for listening to Anxiety and How People Live With It with Jordan Kwasnicka. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review or stick around for another episode.